Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, here for another episode. Good morning for those of you who are listening right after it gets released. I release them early in the morning. Sometimes do it the day before or before that even. But I got a box of Upper Deck's SP Authentic golf product that just came out last month. Actually, the release date was May 22nd. So we're quite a few weeks after that. But thank you for that. I actually got it a while ago. And so that was appreciated. So they're kind of the presenting sponsor for this episode. But thank you also to Panini and Tops, Heritage Auctions, Huckton Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. I had a lot of fun. As I said, I'm not a box collector. I'm a card collector. I love opening up boxes. I love looking at cards. Uh, as I've said, when I go to a show, I get to look at a box of cards. It's not an unopened box. It was opened by somebody, but it's unknown to me as I look through this mixed box. And it might have golf. If there were to be a dollar box full of uh, golf cards, I certainly would look through that and might be interested in buying the whole thing just because I enjoy golf. And I'll say more about that a little later. But anyway, so I got the box. Thank you, Upper Deck. It doesn't say Upper Deck anywhere on the front of the box. The only references on these two, there are six panels on a rectangular box. And the smaller side panels are the only ones that even mention Upper Deck by way of the Upper Deck bounty. But they don't really explain that other than they've done their bounty and some other products as well. So it doesn't say Upper Deck anywhere, but it prominently says SP Authentic, which is a strong brand in its own. It also doesn't say that you can find the 2021 copyright on the bottom of the box in the fine print and on the pack, the foil pack in the fine print. But again, this is released in late May. So we're already into the summer now in 2022, and they're still calling this a 2021 product. That really, this goes back before I was born. I think this is the same problem that the 1948 Leaf had. When a product is in the works for a while, they perhaps submit their copyright paperwork. It's uh, dated or timed or mentioned when they're working on the set. It's 1948 for Leaf, but many people have told me that the cards really didn't come out to 49. Now, that is problematic with respect to rookie cards. If somebody has a 48 Bowman, Stan Musial, for example, has a 48 Bowman, but if his Leaf is 49 instead of 48, then that's not also a rookie card. A little bit of an issue there. Again, they planned this set apparently as a 2021 set, so fine with that. The box shows a follow-through of Tiger Woods grimacing <laughs> right next to where it talks about what's in the packs. I'm wondering, and you can't find this on the back, but what are the chances of getting a Tiger autograph? Upper Deck's a key golf endorsee. So here's Tiger grimacing. He's coming back. I think he'll always have a role in the golf and he'll always be a magical name. But I did not get a Tiger autograph. <laughs> and I watched a couple breaks. I didn't see anybody getting Tiger autographs. In fact, I didn't get any Tiger cards. Some of the breaks did in Cheyenne Woods. So I didn't get any Woods cards in my whole box. The boxes do include not just the men's tour, but women and seniors. But it doesn't mention that. It just talks about golf cards. I really didn't realize that the PGA, I thought the LPGA was separate, but perhaps in terms of licensing the seniors, after all, they are professional golfers, which is what PGA, professional golfers, stands for. So LPGA or the senior tour, maybe they just signed some of them individually. Prominently on the front of the box, it talks about 18 packs of four or four cards in each of 18 packs. I think the four in the pack, big deal. Um, and the 18 packs is a big deal because it's also mentioned that you're going to get a couple autographs in the box on average. 
And so who's going to buy a pack if there's 18 packs in a box and the box is opened and there are a couple packs missing? I, I just think people would think the ones that are missing are the ones that they've already found the autographs. And so now they're going to release these others, but forget about searching packs. If you just open a few, one of the breaks I saw, they got in the first three packs, they got two autographs. And so an unscrupulous dealer would just say, hey, I'm going to sell the rest of the packs. I think it's already been picked. So that's unscrupulous, but it happens. Again, it's a good reason why the card companies and many dealers push the unopened product that's not just the unopened pack, but the unopened box that you should get what you're supposed to get. And I think you always do, at least. I didn't see any breaks where people got less than two autographs in their box. But each pack was fun to open. Four cards, and that was, I think, every pack had four cards. They had a actually a dummy card as well. That doesn't count, but generally it was three base cards plus one special, maybe a parallel or an autograph or uh, one of these uh, insert sets that they have in there. But the problem with that is that when you get on a roll, especially with the breaks, and you're opening these uh, packs, and you get the one, two, three, or wherever the good card is configured, if it's the third card down or the fourth card out of five with the dummy, you're looking through there, and the base card's not highly esteemed, even though there are some rookies in there. Um, but you're going for what's the special card? Did I get an autograph in that pack? Did I get a game used? What did I get? What I'm realizing on this, and I maybe have editorialized on this before, base cards should not be junk. And that's the battle for the soul of our hobby. And that is people talk about junk wax. They talk about junk slabs, but it's really moving into a situation where junk base, the base cards, if there's too many of them compared to these other cards that are tougher to get, then they're just all over the place. Especially if it's a low demand player, then it junk base. So I don't want there to be junk base. I'm hoping there are enough set collectors that can buy up the complete sets and that will have some equilibrium with respect to the base cards and not just the rookie cards. There's junk base rookies as well. So I don't want that, but I'm just one vote. Okay. Two autographs per box on average, prominently featured. I got six. This is the best I've ever done. Now I'm wondering, is this a hot box or I just caught a break or is this an under promise and over deliver the breaks i watched each had two autographs i got six i don't know what's going on also i watched a break from gts where rob was pulling it was almost like it was a different set they got completely different players he got tiger and cheyenne woods on more than one occasion i got no woods family i got nothing for that you can't do team breaks you just open it and see what you get and distribute it is the way the break distributes it i don't know if that's a reason why the box price is actually lower than uh, maybe it went up on issue and then went down these are good looking cards are on good stock they're not chrome but they're good looking cards and they do have a fair number of rookies with the sporadic release of Upper Deck Hockey. Upper Deck's not like Panini with respect to rainbows and colors and parallels and actually modified, restrained Panini approach, not 73 parallels, but more than one is good to me. And adding some color, I think is good. The pack odds are on the box bottom and also on the packs, small print. I've got to get my readers out. It's pretty confusing anyway, even though I'm a smart guy. Numbers don't uh, frustrate me but it's tough to slog through that. There's also a no purchase necessary on the back. And I thought, I'll just look into that because I'm just curious how that works. But apparently it had already expired. Again, the set hadn't been out that long, but they do say that it's not available. It's while quantities last. And so I think they have some legal obligation to make that available for certain venues that require that. And so while quantities lasted and they didn't last in time for me to have a shot at that. 
make a big deal about the course relic cards and especially the TPC Sawgrass course, which I actually have played before. I played that with Pepper back when we were doing our golf car magazine. And we were working with the PGA who were headquartered over there in Florida. And now the PGA is moving to Frisco, Texas. So they're going to be very close to where we are here. And perhaps there'll be relics for the PGA course that'll be here. And that'll be fun. I didn't get any TPC sawgrass relic, uh, grass cuttings or <laughs> flag stick or flag or whatever. I don't know what it would be, but I didn't get any. But again, I did get the six autographs. So I'm not complaining. I've always been hearing about buy what you love. Now, if you love golf cards. I think it's hard to buy what you love. It's hard to love somebody if you don't know them or understand them. Otherwise, it's superficial. So same thing with golf cards. If you say you love them, do you really understand the game? Do you know the players? Golf is in the news lately. Are you following that? Are you a player? Do you faithfully watch a major? If you don't, you're not going to know that the rookie cards of Bryson DeChambeau and Tony Finau, Maverick McNeely, I got four of him, and he's got a very famous and wealthy dad, but is a top 100 golfer in his own right. That's his rookie card, too. Colin Morikawa, again, a great young player, iron striker. Justin Thomas just had a victory. Matthew Wolf, much expected of him. And several, all that means that the rookie year, the rookie card year for those guys, not counting Sports Illustrated for Kids and other things like that. The rookie year for the pack-produced cards is 2021, even though these are coming out in 2022. Again, I'm sure Upper Deck was specking this and planning this for 2021 and with the logistical problems and other. If you are a golf fan about this LIV Live Golf, which is the Saudi-backed thing that is turning the golf world upside down, we have the future problem, perhaps, if you're tracking this, that some of these guys at Bryson has been linked that way, Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson, those guys go over to that other tour, which is way more lucrative. Uh, would those be RCs of sorts with a rookie card for the new quote-unquote league, kind of like the various soccer leagues? I, I think it's problematic. I think a player's first card ought to be his first card. The NIL is disturbing that somewhat. But generally, if I'm presented with two cards, I'm going to want the earlier one, regardless of the uniform. The LIV golf, I think the golf community is being dismissive of that. Whether that will have some impact on golf cards, I don't know, but it really could. Money talks, it's really hard to resist life-changing money, even for the wealthy, because the wealthy find out that there is a category of ultra-wealthy, and some of these golfers have just moved into Instead of playing to see how much you get for winning, you're getting paid to show up. That's less pressure. They're still going to want to do their best. Again, hard to resist millions of dollars for playing a game on other great courses, but we will see. So I wouldn't want to bet against this live golf and whether there'll be live golf cards, just like there could be USFL cards. Again, if you're buying what you love and it's what you know and understand, then if you're a golf guy, then the more you buy, the more they're going to make. And that's a good thing for the golf fans and golf collectors. And it could even be good for investors in that you need some continuity of uh, production of cards for people to get used to the next year's cards coming up with a next year's crop of rookies, that there's that anticipation. And so I'm hopeful Upper Deck can do that. I want to thank them for the box and thank you all for uh, listening. Again, buy what you love, but make it also what you know and understand. If you don't understand it, it'd be better to understand it first, and then you'll love it even more in many cases. So thanks, everybody. Be back again tomorrow with another episode. The man in the house of cards. The man in the house of cards. The man in the house of cards. Is tomorrow.